There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I am Sean Fangirl-ass. And I'm Steve, and today we'll be discussing episode three of season two of Resident Alien. Yes, Resident Alien, which he's taking up residence everywhere, it seems. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. I was cracking up, and I have to say, this one was just so funny. My husband watched it with me, and he hasn't watched the whole series. But he was mad that he had to get up and like let the dog out during it because he was <laughs> like, ah, oh, the dog. <laughs> what? I didn't even think you really liked this one. He's like, oh, this is hilarious. And I'm a little mad, though, that we had a behind the scenes photo of Ellen Tudyk that we didn't see in the episode. Right. Did you see that one that he tweeted out the where one he was with- in heels and a skirt <laughs> and a bra? I'm like, why did we not get that, that in the yes. episode? <laughs> That hit cutting room four, but that looked hilarious. So go on Twitter and check out his feed. Yeah, he still was probably going to walk better in those heels than me, but yeah, <laughs> so bad at it. But anyway, how about we talk about some ratings, Steve? All right. This episode brought in a 0.17 rating in adults 18 to 49 with 1.09 million viewers, making it the 22nd rated cable show for the day, which was an improvement over the previous week. Also, Astrid and Lily Save the World brought in a 0.05 with 0.267 million viewers, making it the 98th rated show for the night. So, improvement on both shows. That's good. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, this was funny. What did you think overall? Oh, this was amazingly good episode. <laughs> yes, I really did like it. Cracking me up. All right, shall we jump into Girls' Night, which is our episode three? Harry meets a woman unlike any other and realizes that she is the key to his new mission. Huh, is it really? She's the yeah. key. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this one was almost as bad as the Hawthorns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to 24 years ago. We have a flashback in the beginning up in the mountains of Patience 24 years ago with a young Asta, Darcy, Judy, Ben, Liv, and Kayla. Surprisingly, Ben's a little firecracker, cracking dick jokes left and right. Young Ben Hawthorne is the first to catch sight of something in the woods. And as he and the other kids go running, the, I want to say scoutmaster, but I think it was just the adult. Yeah, the adult that was with them. The dickhead that was with him. Oh, my God. I couldn't stand him. Somebody has to stay behind with the fire. And then they all kind of look at Liv. I'm like, that is a bunch of crap. Yes, it is. They've been treating her so bad forever. Since day one. So she stays and she's like, I don't mind. It's like, of course she minds. As soon as the others all leave, Liv is bathed in a beam of light from above. 
She gasps and stares back in shock, only for the light to leave as soon as it arrives. And then the others come back and they're like, yeah, we didn't find anything. And she's like, I saw something. But, and here is where the dickhead adult comes into play. Yes. What did we say about lying? It's like, how do you know she's lying? Exactly. I'm like, what is that crap? And then she immediately lies and says she didn't see anything. Yeah. I'm so mad about that whole thing. Oh, I know. It definitely kind of sets up the episode as, yeah, since they were kids, most of the women were really treated poorly in this little town. Yes, yes. Especially Liv. I mean, they have been dumping on her apparently since she was a kid. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, can that adult disappear? Who was that? Yes. That's what I want (laughs) to know. But we get to come back to the present at Harry's cabin. And Sheriff Mike and Deputy Liv are attempting to arrest Harry for the murder of Sam Hodges. And, of course, when they confront him, we get the, you gotta catch me first. And I'm like, oh, no, what's he gonna do? I thought he was just gonna run, but no. Right, no. (laughs) He, like, leaps into the rafters and, like, crawling all around and just Spider-Manning his way around as the deputy and sheriff start shooting. And I love how Mike's like, he's a werewolf. (laughs) What? Yeah, where did that come from? How do you get werewolf out of anything that's (laughs) happening right now? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh my god, you really are kind of dumb. Okay. But of course, Asta's doing everything she can to get them to stop shooting. And she's like, even trying to put herself between those two and Harry. And she finally is like, he's an alien. And Liv's like, I knew they existed, (laughs) which I was cracking up. Like, oh, okay, is this somehow going to be okay? Because the next morning we see Mike and Liv having a really nice breakfast at Joe's Diner. And it's like, yeah, what world did we fall into here? That never happens. (laughs) Like, just the happiness and Mike praising Liv. And it's like, what is happening? And I love how Liv, like, yeah, can we get more bacon? And can I have a raise? And Mike's like, more bacon. Excuse me, you missed the other part. Yeah. And Harry and Asta walk in and Asta's like, oh, crap, oh, crap. And then they just smile, say hi and sit down. And I mean, the sheriff is like jovial. Yeah. Which is just weird. (laughs) Yes, it is. You're just scratching your head going, did we fall into a parallel universe or something? Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, or is this what Harry was like showing us that this is what could happen? I couldn't figure it out. And then all of a sudden we get, how did that even work? And it turns out Harry can change people's memories just as well as take their form. So it was really funny. And I don't know how this worked so well. Right. (laughs) That Harry replaced their memories with that of an FBI agent showing up and stopping them from ever going to Harry's cabin. And of course, the agent is flattering them, and we'll take over the case. No need to continue looking, because it's been solved, I'm sure. And under no circumstances is Harry Vanderspiel the person who you should be looking for. Right. It's like, that's probably not a good thing to throw in there. I feel like yeah. that's going to somehow come to light. Right. But Asta's still pretty impressed. She's like, I can't believe it worked, but still impressive. And she wanted to know why he never changed her memories. And I thought that was interesting. It's like, was that something he wasn't able to do before? Or is it 
simply because he actually says when she found out that it meant he wasn't alone. So, like, which do you think it is, or is it a little of both? It's probably a little of both, because he did get injured severely in that cavern, so he wouldn't have had enough power to erase her memories. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's a little of both. <laughs> that makes sense. And I love how he tries to make it okay. He's like, listen, listen, I killed a murderer. You should be faking me. And she's like, yeah, but you're still a murderer. Like, <laughs> uh, am I? Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Harry, you still are. And, you know, not to mention that Sam's wife is still in prison for a crime she didn't commit. Although, I thought she said she did it. Like, am I just forgetting what happened last season? Let's see. They went into the beauty shop, spelled it all out, and took her away. I don't think she ever admitted to it. Okay. I was thinking she said he had it coming or some mess. I don't know. But I love Haas. It's like, you know what? Sometimes you need to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. And he's like, but they're stinky and <laughs> potentially sweaty. It's like, thanks. I really needed that. Just yeah. thought. Bleh. And then we get Dear Mayor Ben. <laughs> oh, I know you're trying and you think this is a good thing. He wants to no. that other mayor. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, this is it. We are going to make our own commercial. Oh, my gosh. And you just knew things probably weren't going to go right, especially when he started with, yeah, our murder rate is not that high. It's like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) What are you thinking? Yeah. Hire a PR company, Ben. (laughs) Right. And, of course, they're trying to keep it light and happy, and they have a background of patience, and it just keeps changing. And then suddenly the background is (laughs) one of their bedroom photos. Yes. (laughs) And you knew. Now, we haven't seen anything yet, but when he says... See, I knew we shouldn't have uploaded it to the cloud. Right. And some, and what? She's like, someone's going to, what, hack in and take our photos, right? I was like, oh, that's going to happen, is it? Yes, it will. It's going to end up on that commercial. Yep. It's not going to be good. That's all I keep thinking. It's not going to be good. No. (laughs) The general will get a hold of them. (laughs) We get to go back to Asta and Harry and Asta asking how long it's going to take to make the radio and to contact his people and tell them don't come here yeah because it didn't take et that long and harry's like et was an idiot a sexy sexy idiot what yeah where did that come from is he (laughs) jealous of et or something this is so weird Uh, apparently so (laughs) harry apparently is finally free of human harry I don't know how, because I still feel like something's coming back. Oh, yeah. This ain't over by no stretch of the imagination. Right. So he tries to throw away the cooler with the botulinum toxin just in the trash can, just right on top of the trash can, too. Yes. Not even trying to bury it. And Asta's like, have you not learned anything from watching Law & Order? Yes. (laughs) Obviously, the answer would be no. Yeah. So she's like, hello, anybody can find it. Children can find it. I feel like he's like, well, then they'd be stupid. Yes. Like, oh, good Lord. Somehow, back at Harry's cabin and him having thoughts of the beautiful moron E.T. swirling his head, Harry manages to get some work done on the radio, but he has to stop when Kate shows up with her cousin Carlin in tow. 
She apparently has hurt herself while hiking and needs some medical attention. No, she's not dying. Apparently, Harry was a little disappointed in that. Right, at first. Yeah, but soon we learn that Carlin is something of a science genius herself. She works in a lab in New Mexico and is impressed with Harry's skill, especially him being a layman. Yeah. And she's talking about a schematic. And Carlin seems to be really attracted to Harry all of a sudden and his not E.T. human face. <laughs> yeah. I'm still trying to figure out why he's so obsessed with E.T. I know. <laughs> But we end up having a girls' night, which you know had to be coming somewhere because, of course, it's entitled Girls' Night. Why wouldn't it happen? Yes. <laughs> That's a requirement. If you title the episode Girls' Night, there better damn well sure be one. <laughs> so we have Asa, Liv, Darcy, and Kayla planning a girls' night, or what they call a GN-59, to blow off some steam, and Darcy invites Kate and Carlin out, and Ben is so not happy with this no <laughs> because they're at the only bar and restaurant apparently other than the diner like and that's when darcy comes up it's like oh okay and i love it that carlin's like oh it's been so long since kendra's come out and i'm like who the hell is that yeah <laughs> and we find out that apparently is kate's alter ego when she starts drinking i'm like yeah oh. <laughs> Okay. I think Kendra may have been coming out a little bit too much there in the bedroom. <laughs> Possibly. Ben is so not comfortable being around Darcy, especially after their kiss, which I seriously, they've talked about it so much, I still don't even remember it. Yeah, <laughs> it was nothing. I'm like, they brought it up like every episode. I don't even remember it happening. But apparently Ben has it fresh in his mind. Oh, like, yeah. He and is scared to death. Yes, especially after a possible friendship between Darcy and Kate. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is only going to get worse, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> get them drinking and the lips loose. Oh, Ben could be in so much trouble. <laughs> we get to go and find our little, our Scooby gang friends, Max and Sahar. Sahar's in the park walking a dog and Max comes like, I don't know, was he on his bike? Come like barreling through a bush or something. He's like, yeah. <laughs> you have to help me. Wait, when did you get a dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With that little cute back and forth. And yes, yeah, Sahar, you know what? I wouldn't want to walk behind the dog either. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> Stuff's going to happen. Yeah. But he turns around. He's like, you have to help me. And he pulls up his shirt. And she's like, aha. <laughs> did not need to see that. Because he's got a lot of hair on his back. I love when she's like, I need a lawnmower for that. Yes. <laughs> oh, sweet Sahar. You've not seen much, and I'm glad your poor yes. little eyes have not seen crazy hairy back. Because, I mean, that was bad for a kid, but I was like, good Yes. Luck. But I love it because Sahar ends up leading Max to gov the government agent's RV, which is just in the woods, abandoned. I'm wondering, it's like, did they park it there and forget where they park? <laughs> no, I think they know where it's at. It's just... They just left it? General and Lisa had no need for it, so... Because uh, they probably took the general's helicopter and get out of there once they sense. got Ethan. Yeah, I love how he's like, Max is all, where did you find this? How did you find this? It's like, your mom's phone still had batteries. Again, how long has it been? Has it only been like a couple of days that... She's not noticed her phone is missing? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> it's like, this uh, is weird. Yeah, yeah, a little continuity there, because I'm thinking it's probably been a couple of months, 
And with the phone on constantly, it, no phone's got that strong a battery to last that long. Would not think so. Yeah. Now, it, even a couple of weeks would drain that battery. Like, my phone says it's good for probably two days if I don't use anything. Right. So I'm like, how is this lasting so long? That's weird. <laughs> Unless it was like the Find My Phone app or something. I don't know. Right. But we see not too, well, we're assuming not too far away. Agent David Logan is in the cabin, a cabin, not the cabin, yeah. working on tracking General Wright's movement, but his tech blows out. And he's like, where am I going to find another antenna or satellite or what? what yes, yes. And then they just kind of pull back to the RV and you see one on the top. I'm like, this could be really bad for the kids. Yes. <laughs> but thankfully, he doesn't show up, at least not this episode. Yeah. So, Sahar, the absolute amazing feminist that she is, explains the inequitable female Western beauty standards to Mac as she's applying hot wax to his back. I love it that she's doing it looking away. And I have to say that I really like the fact that they explain this, too, and they're not just like, oh, she's just embarrassed or something. They explain it really specific that it's against her religion to look at a... Uh, back of a, a naked man's back that's not her family or her husband. I mean, how many things would have just blown right past it? Right. So, I mean, I know it's a little thing, but I think that was really awesome that they added that. Yes, absolutely. I love how she was also explaining how her mom said it feels like a thousand bee stings when she waxes her leg. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh God, that sounds painful. And then Max is like, wait, what? And she really <laughs> off the piece of whack with his back hair with zero remorse yeah <laughs> max is just like you know, how you just hear the howl yeah it's like yeah kind of werewolfy i get it <laughs> thought it was hilarious and well we'll see what happens well realizing kate has plans to leave him alone for the evening ben awkwardly approaches sheriff mike to have a buddy man hangout <laughs> i was dying yes awkward is not a strong enough word for <laughs> Ben. Oh my God, no, saint. it's not. <laughs> so Mike turns him down because you know, I got to take care of my dad. And then Liv happens to be like, I know for a fact Lewis would love to get out of the house for a beer. And Mike, well, fine, yeah. I'll think about it. And Liv's like, he'll be there. I'm like, are you sure you two aren't married? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about a work husband and wife. I mean, yes. <laughs> most of us have those. Many times it's somebody of, that you've been working with for a really long time. So I think this is just funny, like the, the whole yes. attitude. So let's go to the 59, where the ladies are preparing for a crazy night. And I love Carlin regales them with stories about her lab supervisor basically sexually harasses her. And she's afraid that she'll never find a nice guy. And now she has. Wait, what? You yeah. From, oh, yeah, he like grabs my butt all the time. And hey, I found a nice guy here. It's like, glossed over that part really fast. And then, yes. wait, who's the guy? <laughs> and we see Don Juan Vanderspiegel. Oh, my God. <laughs> the hair. Did he have a, what the heck is it? An ascot? Yes. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> did he really have that? Yes. I was cracking up. It's like, oh, what I know. Is going on. <laughs> but he is trying to woo Carlin to get access to her lab for a portable diffuser. Now, of course, diffuser to me is probably not something major. I'm thinking like a hairdryer diffuser. What are you yeah, talking about? about. <laughs> 
And yeah, it went to a whole different level. And oh, again, yes, it did. he's so stuck on E.T. Yeah. <laughs> when, when he's talking to Asta, because she's like, what are you doing? And I love it. He's like, I know I don't have E.T.'s bulbous football head or squat corgi legs or his platypus feet, but I'm confident I can be a charming alien when I need to be. And <laughs> I think Asta's face was all of ours like, what? <laughs> I still have to say, this show has the most realistic reactions. We're not going like over the top soap opera. You just got her looking like, are you high? What is yes. wrong with you? <laughs> I kind of feel like it's something like we're not going to let her know what his lines are and just go with it. Let's see what you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really need to interview her because I want to know if that's what they do. Because I don't know how else she's getting those faces. I know. <laughs> but let's just go back to the awkward date because apparently Carlin is really digging his vibe. And Asta is like, what? I don't know how, but you can't do this. Especially because you're just trying to use her. And he's like, well, yeah, I need to get the component so we don't have the whole world go boom. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that was Asta's last, like, crap, fine, do it. Yes. <laughs> but she's not happy about it. No. So when Harry and Carlin are away from everybody else and there's a really awkward flirtation going. <laughs> like, bad. Yeah. Harry's yeah. like, hey, how about you take me to your lab? And I'm like, I really thought at this point she's going to be like, oh, is that a euphemism? Or yeah. Something? Euphemism? I said it wrong. Sorry, guys. <laughs> And he was going to be like, I don't know what that means, but sure. But instead, we get to see Liv and Judy. Where the hell did Judy come from? Yeah, Judy just popped in. <laughs> Fun fact, Jenna Lamia wrote this episode, by the way. Thought she'd be in it more then, but yeah, some good, really weird stuff happening. So I thought. Oh, yeah. Anyway, they both enter the bar for girls night, even though Judy is not invited, technically. <laughs> but apparently one of her many talents is sniffing out a good party because no matter yep. when and where this is, she always ends up there. Yeah. Is she tracking them? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Would not surprise me in the least. But meanwhile, we have Ben, Mike, and Lewis entering the bar for their guys' night. And Ben's like, oh, no, they're here. Where else do you think they're going to be? they're going to be. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, it's not like there's a whole lot of places there. And then Ben decides to spill the beans and ask for advice regarding Darcy and Kate. And I about died. Yes. Because this is where Jason was so mad that he had to get up to let the dog out. Because he was cracking up listening to this, this advice right. that Mike gives. Yes. <laughs> Ben's like, I, I think I should tell Kate what happened between Darcy and I. And Mike's like, let me tell you something. And this elaborate metaphor, Ben does finally think twice about spilling the beans after he hears it. But I... Don't think Jason stopped laughing for the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> and that bullet will end up in the D's next to dumbass. Yes. <laughs> and across the bar, we see Harry and Carlin and things starting to heat up. And Asta's like, I can't let this happen. So she pulls Harry aside to shame him. And he's like, I was just going to steal her security badge. It would be fine. And good Lord, Harry, you're never going to understand what it's like to be this woman or any woman. And Harry's like, ha ha, uh -huh. you're right. And he just <laughs> leaves. 
And it's like, what? What just happened? I think yeah. everybody was looking around, not just Carlin. Like, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> like, what'd you do, Asta? <laughs> yeah, and Asta's like, oh, forget him. It's girls' night anyway. Let's go. And Carlin decides to leave because they're going to hit up another spot and she's going to leave early. And I'm thinking, oh, this is probably bad. Yeah. I figured she was going to go to Harry's like um place. Yeah. Like, but I thought we were having a good time. I was really glad we didn't see any of that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, no, don't don't be that woman. But we get to see the ladies out in the woods drinking, dancing, and just having fun around a fire. You always got to be careful with the fire. Yeah. Austin and Liv are lying on the ground looking up at the stars and reminiscing about their class trips that they used to take out there. And that's when the battery in Liv's car fails and the music goes out. Of course, they're all unhappy for a moment, but it kind of gets worse. When she's like, don't worry, I have something to jump it in the back. Yeah. And then they start talking about her car. It's like, uh oh. Yeah. This got serious. I don't yes, it did. <laughs> when you start drinking and you're drinking as heavily as they seem to have been, things usually only take like maybe three turns here. Yeah. <laughs> you get super happy and you're just that fun, happy person and you guys just keep being happy all night. You get in a fight. Or you get really angry. Yeah. And unfortunately, because everything got really serious and they started talking about why Liv didn't get a new car. And it's like, oh, because my boyfriend makes more money and he's got... Wait, is it her boyfriend or husband? He was boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. He, was he wants boyfriend. a riding lawnmower. And they're like, and you're going to drive this death trap instead? Yeah. Which I'm kind of surprised. But she's like, oh, I don't make that much money. I'm making... I don't remember what she said, but it's like, ooh, that's not a lot. And no. she's never gotten a raise. It's like, whoa. Whoa, like, yes. ever? Yeah, ever. So then the madness starts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, We're going to go find out how much everybody makes because there's got to be money in the budget somewhere. It's like, and then they turn to crime, basically. But yes. <laughs> I love how Kate's like, no. I have a key. This is my husband's office. We're not breaking in. I can be here. It's like, uh. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, are you sure, though? And Liv's just like, okay, let's do it. I'm like, she definitely took off that deputy's hat pretty quick. Yeah. So when they find the budget, I think everybody was like, what? Because basically every woman in town is making a whole lot less than their male counterpart. Or males, period. Yes, true. Because like the crossing guard was making more than Liv. It's like, that's huh? right. No, that's that so is right. so not right. And I love how Kate's like, I have a Juris doctorate and I'm making less than this brand new teacher. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I know how long it takes to get a Juris Doctorate. I know how much it takes to yes. get a Juris Doctorate. It's like, ooh, that's not good. No, you are in such deep trouble, Ben. I don't know which is going to be worse. Her getting right. paid less than a new teacher or the kiss with Darcy. Right now, I'm thinking the the, the pay. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking he's in deep do about that. The kiss would probably be like, what? What? I'm not talking about that right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I love how they're all talking about it. And Kate or Kendra at this point is like, I know who's responsible. And he's sleeping in my house. And then you just hear some noise and they all look and Judy's peeing. And <laughs> Judy, you're in an office there's bathrooms <laughs> oh it's fine it'll be dry by morning nobody will know any better <laughs> oh my god judy 
I was dying though. I was like, I don't believe her. This is why you're not invited. Okay. Yes. <laughs> How many people's plants have you done that to? <laughs> okay. And then funnier thought, and it came from my husband. What if that's not a real plant? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so gross. Now that I'm thinking yeah. about that, I'm sending. Like, What's that smell? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so in a slow motion scene for the ages, I'm like, oh, did we just get back to like warriors? What's happening? Yes. Because you see Darcy in her skates that light up. Because we seen that earlier, and then. Judy really badly in skates. That was funny. I'm like, Judy's going to fall on her face. Just like walking down Main Street, going towards the Hawthorne house. (laughs) And they gang up on Ben. And I love it. It's not even flashlights. They're phones. Like, they have flashlights on their phones. And Ben's like, ah, kidnappers. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And they present the problem to Ben. And he's like, I'm not in charge of the budget. I only sign off on it. It's like, oh, that sounds even worse, Ben. Yes, you approve it. Yes. You're just as guilty. And then as Kate's yelling at him, you see she's drank way too much and she's yes. puke. And then she is. And I love how Darcy's holding her hair back and just like patting her. And she's like, you're my best friend. But and uh, like, yeah. oh, God, oh, I'm not going to make it. it and Ben's got to be way, even more worried. Yes. He's already in trouble. And if Darcy and Kate become best friends, oh, look out. I don't think he's going to be able to handle it because they're all going to be crazy. And he's just going to be freaking out about the kiss. That was like a non-existent thing. Yes. (laughs) But the next morning we have Asta at Harry's house only to find Carlin's there. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. What did he do to her? (laughs) Yeah. Because she looked pretty comatose. Yes. Only to realize she's not responding to anything. It's like, what? And I love how he's like, I can impersonate her and go into the lab. And Asta's not thrilled. But again, uh, hello, planet go boom. So yeah. <laughs> they're like, we got to take her back to her house and then we can do this. And I'm thinking, okay, so you have to take two cars, right? Yeah. Did they yeah, take that? her Did car they... and then their car to get back? Yep. But I don't know if that happened. I mean, we didn't see it. I'm just assuming. No, right. Yeah. So Asta does decide to watch over Carlin as Harry breaks into the lab. And it was just that the whole moment was comical, which we'll get to. But oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't know how she just sat there, like not moving and like doing all that because it just seems very strange. Yes. <laughs> very hard to do. Be completely still and not blink or anything. Yes. Like my eyes hurt just thinking about it. Yeah. (laughs) But when they get to New Mexico and they get her in the house, it's like, okay, nobody noticed there's two Carlins. All right. I'm like, this is a house, but why does it look like a, almost like a studio apartment? Right. Did you notice that? It was very strange. It was very small looking. Very true. I'm like, okay, this is weird how they did it, but whatever. And I love how Harry's like, I don't think I got got everything right. There's, was it the wires are pushing in my boots? (laughs) No, Harry, that's what underwire is. It sucks. And I love Asta. Wait till you try a thong. I was like, oh my God. God, let's, please. (laughs) I don't think I want to see Harry come out in a thong. But I did want to see him come out in the heels and the skirt. It's like, what? Come on. Meanwhile, we have Sahara researching what happens when somebody undergoes space exposure. 
thinking, okay, it must be him going into space that caused Max's testosterone to kick into overdrive. But everything she sees says it goes down. She's like, well, that doesn't make sense. Nope. And then she looks up to say something and she's like, what the heck? Where is he? And he's next to her like, hey, Sahar. Yeah. Like, Did his <laughs> voice just get deeper? Yes. <laughs> I was dying. Yes. <laughs> What you doing? <laughs> like, oh, good lord. Please stop. Please stop. This is so weird. Yeah, I can see Sahar grabbing a frying pan and just popping him in the face with it. It's like, listen, Pepe Le Pew, don't make yeah. me have to beat you down. <laughs> but back in New Mexico, we have Harry in Carlin's new clothes because he changed. And as he's in the lab, which I loved how they had her. And then him as an alien, like kind of right, like, yes. the camera. I love how they did that. He ends up running into Carlin's boss, who really is a jackass. Yes, he is. Because he's just like being inappropriate and running the finger up the arm. And I'm like, oh, this is probably not good. No. <laughs> and well, he's not going to get the pleasure he's seeking. No. But Harry might. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely adored this slow-mo scene. Yes. Where we see the creepy boss being tossed around the, the office and the lab. And I love how, didn't he do kind of like a cartwheel in the air at one point? Yes. I was like, oh, I love it. Love it. I don't think he's going to touch her again. No. But she may not have a job, a job tomorrow. Exactly, yeah. But then again, what's he going to say? Yeah. She threw me <laughs> This woman office. beat my butt right. black and blue. <laughs> Wait a minute. First of all, she's she's a very small woman. How did yes. she throw you around and, and uh -huh. why? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that would be the thing. The why is going to be like crap. Yeah. Can't tell him. But upon returning to Asta, Harry admits how hard it is being a woman. And I love Asta. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's like, but at least her boss will not give her any more problems. She's like, what did you do? What every person would do if given the strength of, was it 12 like silverback gorillas or whatever? Well, yes. <laughs> And then I love how Asta goes on to explain, listen, next time you want to interrupt a woman and tell her how something should be, how about you learn to sit down, shut up and listen to her. And when she's done speaking, all you do is say, yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just kind of walked out and Harry's like, hmm, well, that's not going to happen is what I right. felt like. <laughs> yeah. But Harry is completing his radio and... He turns it on and starts to celebrate because it's like, oh, good, it's going to work. And then he's interrupted by Max and Sahar barging in. And I love Sahar when she's like, sit down, you're going to listen to me. And he's like, oh, OK. He does <laughs> in his face because Sahar is just demanding answers about Max's side effects. And you knew he was going to have this when the ball and yeah. he didn't say anything. That was funny because when he's just like, uh -huh, that's what you get for stealing from me. Like, I can see it, like, as he's looking at Max, like, yeah, shouldn't have, shouldn't have stole my stuff. Punk. <laughs> see what you get? Yeah. And then after she was done yelling, because apparently Sahar has gone and buried it, why would you not just bring it back to him then? Right. Get it away from Max, because you know that dumbass is going to go dig it back up. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's not exactly the brightest of kids. Right. But Sahar's so much smarter than Max that 
she probably buried it somewhere where Max will never, ever find it. Yeah, you know what? You're probably right. <laughs> I'm not even going to deal with you. Yeah, it's going to be like Harry trying to find his device last season. Ah, yeah, probably. <laughs> and apparently Harry is taking this to heart because yeah. he doesn't <laughs> complain. And when she's done, he just says, yes, ma'am. Loved it. Yeah, you could see a little fear in Harry's face. <laughs> I love Sahar, too. Like, what? wait, what? Yeah, she was shocked. This work. I think Max was shocked, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is funny. And then finally, we get the fight for equal pay because Darcy is posting signage around town, championing equal pay for women. And Mike, I'm like, oh, this is probably wrong for you to do, Mike. Yes. Because he <laughs> grabs it and he crumples up and he's like, oh, it violates town laws. And it's like, oh, this is probably bad, Mike. Yes. <laughs> but before anything, we get to see something good because Liv has a new car. And Darcy is so happy. It's like, yes, you're not in the death trap anymore. That's a nice car. I was trying to figure out what kind it was. Yep. It's like, oh, I, kinda, I like the color. Yeah. It was a sharp looking car. That's for mm-hmm. sure. But Darcy finds a way around those pesky laws because she, I love it too, because the music, she is yes. tossing fire from the helicopter in homage to the MASH opening credits, which is the music that we hear. Yes. Like the second <laughs> I heard it, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I love Kate picks one up and she's laughing and looking up and waving at Darcy and she's gushing about how badass Darcy is. And Ben, I thought, was going to confess. Oh, yeah, he was about to. (laughs) And then he's like, I will do something to eradicate the pay gap. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm like, dude, you are going to be in so much trouble. (laughs) Because you are just making like this huge deal out of it. But because you're like freaking out and holding back now i think it's gonna get way worse yes absolutely it will (laughs) she kissed me okay oh my gosh so overall i i really like this episode it was just fun and yes everything yeah i'm hoping we get more like this but i know we're going to be getting the general back yep we've seen that in the preview Yep, because Harry turned his radio on and the general saw it. So let's see what happens with that. (laughs) Yep. Was there anything else you wanted to run down (laughs) with this one before we wrap it up? I don't think so. I mean, yeah, it was Harry and Carlin talking about their private areas was absolutely (laughs) hilarious. Oh, my God. That was too much. Yeah. <laughs> Surprises inside. What? 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 A kinder egg? What the hell are you talking about? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, this one was full of some great stand-up feminism and your normal slutty, dirty jokes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's all you need. Yep. <laughs> Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us, as there's only a few of us out there doing Resident Alien, and we want to be the best. Tell your friends, and we do hope you're enjoying our podcasts, and don't forget to check out the other great Fangirls Own podcasts. For this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Steve. What's BDSM kink play? Did we get a new game? And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And until next time.